Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hi, my name is Vivian Aqua and I am the workplace wellness advocate. And the reason why I'm smiling is because my guest speaker, or shall I say guest speakers, were acting a bit silly. And uh, I know all of you, most of you, those of you who are watching are really excited about my next guest speaker. But before I'm going to bring it up, I just want to know if you can hear my sound. Because every time I have to check on LinkedIn, LinkedIn, I can't see the comments. I can't see anything. So I'm hoping that LinkedIn will add these comments as well. And if not, we'll see it. But just seeing if everything works fine. Yes, speaker, but before I think that I can hear myself right now. Yes, that's good. Um, before, I also want to know, where are you watching from? So I'm currently... I know that Bogdan is laughing right now, and I, this, these are one of the mistakes that you know you can make on your online presence. But I'm just like embracing, embracing all the errors, and he's still laughing. I can see him smiling in, in, the, in my left corner, but it doesn't mind. I just want to know where are you streaming from? Where are you watching from? So I'm currently based in Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and I'm also curious about who is joining in in this conversation. So let me know, and of course, share the love we put so much heart and so much love in this so share the love or tag somebody to look into this especially when you are interested in boosting your online and offline presence so it will be a an, it will be an interesting conversation especially that now that i have two weird guests so yes hi tammy the clothing compass is watching thank you thank you for sharing <laughs> Young Khan, is the plant ready? Ooh, a lot of people are watching, are hoping to see the plant story. So Bogdan, I think this will be, I, not I think, I know this will be interesting. It will definitely be juicy. So thank you for Jan. Thank you Jan for watching. And going to the next topic. So I think that this following is very bold and very brave of Google. I know that Twitter is doing something similar and they are letting their people, they are letting their employees work from home. Now I know that not every company has this luxury, but I do want to plant, you know, plant a seed about you or maybe your manager or maybe your company thinking about what is possible. What can we do? to make it work for our people. And if it's possible for your people to work from home longer, um, also be, also be um, very concise about it, very concrete about this. Because here in the Netherlands, we are currently um, in a lockdown, but then again, we are going to, you know, some of the rules doesn't, don't, won't apply anymore. And it is causing some confusion. And the last thing that you want to do is add more confusion to the conversation. So um, I'm also seeing Arita Pam Ampong watching this live. Hi, lady, thank you for watching. And I'm also going to the next um, thing. So last week I had an interesting conversation with three ladies about mental health. And um, the reason why I emphasize on this almost on, in every episode, it's, it's so important to be mindful regarding your, to your people's mental health. So this is an article that was written by, that was shared by Ernst Young, which is very interesting. And it, it's also emphasizing why it is important to regard the mental health of your employees and also be mindful of yourself, be mindful of how much time you're spending. I know for one fact that if I'm having a busy day, a Zoom call with 20 people can block my energy. So instead of attending, or sometimes I'm attending, but I'll be listening. And sometimes I won't attend because otherwise I'll block my energy for the rest of the day. And I have a lot of things to do. So that's why I don't, uh, sometimes I don't participate in that. But know that um, I do like the fact that a lot of people are connecting with a lot of people and uh, are embracing the virtual uh, conference or the virtual meetup. So kudos to you. And I'm about to bring up my next guest because a lot of people have been waiting for Bogdan and also the plan. So I'm going to bring them up now. And I'm going to make him bigger, of course. And Bogdan Monta. 
Bogdan is a live communication strategist, a negotiations and an L&D experience specialist. Bogdan's background comes from neuromarketing, corporate communications, social psychology, and multifaceted program management combined with 17 years of complex productions and events. Okay, does that mean that you'll share your age or something or whatever? Okay, no, okay. And we also have another special guest and that is uh, the plants. But before we go into the plan and share more about the juicy information about the plan, we are definitely going to start the conversation with asking Bogdan a few questions and integrate the plans in the conversation. So welcome everybody and welcome Bogdan for being here. I'm looking at my screen and I'm going to the first question. So what is your connection with humanizing the workplace? Once again, good evening, everybody, and uh, good evening, Irina. It's very difficult to stay serious after we showcase a plant and everyone <laughs> have we lost our minds? No, we never had it. Uh, <laughs> it's very serious it to stay, stay it's, serious it's, you with know, you. background, part of the physical context, but we'll get there as well. Um, okay, let's go to the question. Um, mm -hmm. What is my connection with humanizing the workplace? Where, mm -hmm those who know me from my corporate world uh, past, so to say, from my corporate career, they know that I have always been extremely, let's say, obsessed with humanizing the workplace. I've always uh, made sure that we acknowledge people, that we acknowledge talent, that we acknowledge um, success, even the smallest success possible. Because you know how it is as human beings, we can acknowledge success when it happens one times a year and it's really big, or if it happens 56 times a year and it's slightly smaller. But the way we feel it is just the repetition of it, for example. So I've always been really obsessed with doing this with every team that I have I have worked with or I have been part of, because sometimes it's it's so interesting. But you know, going back to some of the basic needs, we all want to be heard, we all want to be acknowledged, and we all want to to know that we've done well. So, yeah, you know, it's so important to acknowledge talent, to talk to people, to acknowledge them and their effort and so on. So, you know, I did that in the corporate world. Now, as I moved as an entrepreneur, I think I'm emphasizing on that even more whilst working with uh, uh, the corporate world as one of our uh, stakeholders. Mm -hmm, true. I also want to say hi to Nicolene. Nicolene Heisenha is saying hi to us both. So Hello, thank you everybody. for watching. And um, the next question, because I uh, noticed a post and a lot of people are saying content is king, but you're stating context is king, which makes right. me curious about, okay, what are, what is the rest of the world doing wrong? Why is it the context instead of the content? Well, the rest of the world is not doing wrong. It's just the, the rest of the world is not having enough of a perspective. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where it's not that you're doing wrong, it's just you don't have enough perspective. And mm -hmm. I'm going to touch a little bit on that because indeed content is not king, context is king. If we mm -hmm. are to see the difference, content is a point and context is the overall universe which is around it. So for as long as we're only going to focus on the content, we're only going to focus on that point. And unfortunately for a lot of people, that will be their point of view, which is very sad. This is where context comes in because context gives, you know, multidimensional uh, elements to everything that we perceive, the content and so on. And, you know, I'll give you an example. I have a cup. One of my favorite cups. <laughs> he showed this so, cup to me. I was just like, okay. <laughs> this is one of my favorite cups. But if we are looking at this cup, yeah. as you are looking at it, what you see is an office idiot cup. Mm -hmm. I see you cup, calling me names. No, that is about me. Clearly, it's my cup. Look at the color. I mean, I'm colorblind, but I know that it's more or less the same color. Yeah. Um, I actually did get it from the office, and I was very happy when I received that. I thought, wow, humanizing the workplace. Um, <laughs> but if you're looking at it from here, you mm -hmm. see and read Office Idiot. If yeah. I look at it from this angle, I only see a red cup. So the two of us, Vivian, can have a yeah. conversation forever where you will be convinced that you are looking at an Office Idiot cup and I will be convinced that I'm looking at a red cup. This is content, and mm -hmm. we are both right, but what we are missing is the context and is the perspective. 
the moment we get a little bit of perspective and we start rotating the cup and we add context, that, oh, wait a second, this is round. Wait a second, we can actually rotate it. Actually, you realize that it's a red cup and I realize that it is an office idiot cup. No. So this is why content, this is not king, but context is. It is and a very cool way for you to explain it. And it reminds me of that thing. There was a few years ago, there was this thing about the dress. Do you see a blue dress or do you see a red dress? And that was a big conversation. And it brought me to, whilst you were sharing that, it brought me to that conversation about uh, why it is important to you know, be mindful regarding the context. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. It is and all about context. Absolutely. Regarding people thinking that they simply can copy paste what they are doing offline to online. Oof. I had to share this question. So people seem that think that facilitating an online workshop or a presentation is similar to offline. Is this true and why? Absolutely not. It is fundamentally and absolutely wrong. And as I always say that, I always use the eh, you know, the <laughs> I the, wish I had a buzzer. The button, because <laughs> we're going to do a lot of that. Uh, no, it's absolutely not the same thing. Facilitating offline is a completely different thing than facilitating online during a webinar, training, and so on and so forth. And of course, there's a lot of reasons for that. Mm -hmm. But the main reason is offline, you have a multidimensional and everyone is around you. And offline, everyone is on your screen, which yeah. means that the way you're scanning your participants yeah. is completely different. The way you read their facial gestures online is much more important than offline. You might not read everyone's facial gestures at the same time offline because everyone is moving around, right? For example, mm -hmm. or they're in different areas. Off uh, online, everyone is on your screen, but that means that you need to read everybody's facial gestures. Cueing is very important. So I have yeah. something to add because yes, you're referring to Zoom where you can see everybody, but there are also programs where you can't see anybody. So how about that? That goes very much to queuing and to facilitating mm -hmm. um, in the way you actually involve your audience. And oh my God, it's I'm so happy you're asking this question because I have the best example for it. Okay, so share, share. When it comes <laughs> to facilitating, it is very important, and people are terrified of Q&As. Everybody's mm -hmm. terrified of Q&As. They all want to do 30-minute presentation, don't interrupt me, God forbid, and then we do a 15-minute Q&A. Eh, that doesn't work online. The reason for that is people are bored of sitting there and listening to a presentation for 30 minutes. They forget their train of thought and so on. As it is online, it happens live. Because it happens yeah. live and we watch it on the screen we, we and we learn associatively, we want to experience it as a live broadcasted performance, which means that if I ask a question, I want to get the answer now yeah. in 30 minutes. So that's yeah. one thing. And this is why it is always important to read and to immediately take in the question. So if someone is typing a question, take that question be strong enough to add it into your content without being disconnected. Okay, I'm, I'm being reminded to do something. So if you have any questions, bring them up. Bring While them Bogdan up. Yeah. is talking, yeah. I'll look on LinkedIn. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, and I'm going to give you a counter example because I always use counter examples. I uh, joined this uh, webinar, Vivian. Mm -hmm. There were three gentlemen talking at each other and around 200 people there with the comment box open. Mm. Two of them had awful sound and everyone was saying awful sound awful sound yeah nobody was reacting at yeah. one point people freaking out like is this pre-recorded is this actually happening everyone nobody was reacting in any way yeah and i'm like nobody was facilitating those dudes literally because that's exactly how i did three dudes looking at each other oh you know talking barking at each other because i cannot call it differently probably they were like patting each other on the back wow this is amazing and mm -hmm. 200 frustrated people why would you bring people, why do you invite people in a live uh, environment and then you ignore them? I mean, yeah. so, you know, facilitating is so fundamental online, even more than offline. And to go back to, you know, to close the question, not even close as, um, you know, the, 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 you know, huge difference between them. Yeah. yeah, I also have something to add on because a lot of people are scared, not not scared, but feel a bit challenged regarding the tech. And um, I know that a lot of you want to host an online workshop, but you're you feel limited 
by your tech skills. And I just want to say, hire a moderator. I've been moderating a few, uh, a few of these sessions, a few of these live sessions. And the thing that I get back is they don't have the technical stress. I have all the technical stress. Even my guests, you know, the only thing that they have to do is log on, show up and do their magic. I have the technical stress because I'm watching my phone, I'm watching my screen, I'm also seeing if there are any participants. But also it's important, indeed, I totally agree with Bogdan, try to engage with your audience because um, this show, it's not about you know me talking to Bogdan because I have other ways to talk to do a one-on-one -on -one with Bogdan, but it's me showcasing, oh no, it's me showing the world what an, first of all, what an amazing person he is. Second of all, he's going to show, you know, the plant soon. And third of all, his message is so powerful that I had to, you know, I had to bring him up as a guest. Am I giving you enough kudos? Yeah, I'm, I'm blushing and I'm trying not to show it. Going to the next question. Can you share three benefits of how offline or how, sorry, can you share three benefits on of how offline and offline persons can influence the personal and professional reputation? And I might have some exciting news to add on to. We're talking about reputation and reputation is yeah. very important. And of course, personal, professional reputation, it all goes together. I'm not gonna go into personal branding. It's yeah. not my field. Um, so I'm not going to explain it as, as personal branding, but I will focus on three important, uh, you know, let's say three benefits. Number one, we're talking here about authenticity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the more authentic you are online and offline, the more will benefit your business, your professional profile and everything. So it starts there. It starts with authenticity. I'm going into vulnerability and I were talking a lot about vulnerability and there's a lot of people who are like blah, 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 blah about vulnerability, yet they do not show themselves. So, it, you know, we're talking about perceived vulnerability and actual vulnerability. Someone who is open and vulnerable and showcases here or her, you know, not so good parts or, you know, talks about the challenges they also have. Um, of course, it will add so much. It's one of those benefits that will add so much on your professional reputation because you can be the biggest F expert in the world. Mm -hmm. You are still a human being. And yeah. what a lot of people are, don't understand is that if you are too much of an expert and you don't showcase any human being soft skills or anything like that, emotions, people actually no longer connect with you because we're talking about establishing rapport, oxytocin, the uh, bonding uh, neurotransmitter. And I see a lot of people ignoring these things. Um, so, you know, this would be the second one. The third one is bringing a lot your personal experiences. And I'm glad that Nicolina is online because I'm going to use her quote. And I use her quote a lot. Nicolina <laughs> always says, share from the scar, don't share from the wound. Mm. Do talk about your experiences. Yeah. Very important. Do not talk about them as they happen. Nobody needs to see your open wound. People don't want to see the pus. However, people want <laughs> I'm to seeing that. <laughs> quite visual, right? I, I'm known to be quite visual, so I'm adding a little bit of money. Um, that is exactly the case. People mm -hmm. want to learn about what you went through, how you experienced it, what you learned from it, and what yeah. you can share with others. They don't want to know whilst it happens because, you know, we all have our, uh, our worries. So, you know, I, I heard it from Nicolina. It's one of the quotes that I truly love. Do not share from the wound, share from the scar. Yeah. So these are, in a nutshell, just three of the benefits. Yeah, and definitely the scar is a story. So uh, oh, well. one of one of my scars is um, I lost my gran. I lost my gran uh, to diabetes, and um, having my son means also for me that he he's not getting to know her. But I found a way to integrate, you know, my gran and also my son's life by creating a, a live show, right? Cooking Back to Our Roots, which was on television. And for me, it is a scar that I'm proud of. But at the time when I lost her, I was just like, okay, I was devastated. But now I can proudly share from that scar. And also regarding the authenticity, because um, I have to share something with you, Bogdan. I am okay. almost reaching my 50th live episode here on LinkedIn since going live. And I'm realizing that 
Um, this all started with me creating um, a better world for my son because I've been to a lot of BS in the workplace and I want to prevent that. But seeing and hearing that a lot of people are tuning into this, listening to the stories and feel inspired by it, it touches my heart. But it also touches my heart when people are noticing me and seeing me and really are doing their best to not only help me, but help out my guests as well. And that's me in a way giving back um yeah that's me giving back and there's a quote that i want to um the quote will some uh, will definitely be a part of the show and that is lift as you climb this show it's not about me even though i am doing you know the hosting my name is etc it's not about me it's about me showcasing how many amazing people i meet and how many amazing conversations i already was having behind closed doors and doing this it's just me. It's 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 yeah. That that's in my heart. That's in my nature. Um, the vulnerability part was something that I had to work on, and it still can be a challenge. But I've learned to embrace it. And it's the quote that Brene Brown. It's not her quote, but she shares something about being the man in the arena. That if there are any critics in this conversation or bringing you know, BS online about me, I have to think about are they the men in the arena? What do you do when you have critics? Now, what do you do, Bogdan? This is a question for you. What do you do? I was actually taking a, a moment to think about yeah. it. What do you do when you have critics? Um, yeah. Vivian, to be very honest, I don't call anyone a critic. Mm -hmm. I look at them as people who are giving me constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. And I think that, and you know, there's a reason why we're having this conversation right yeah. now, because you know, you are vulnerable, you are authentic. Yeah. And you know, otherwise, you know, very well, we wouldn't connect the way we connect. Mm -hmm. um, and I never saw critics as critics. I saw them as people who appreciate what I am doing and what we are doing. Cause you know, there were more, more people at the essential workshops and mm -hmm because they see what we do they want to give us points for improvement yeah and then they actually take the time and they come and they talk to us and say am i maybe you should change this maybe you should change that maybe you should add that did you think about that but that's when they bring it constructively and you mentioned yeah. the word constructive but you yes. have those who would rather reconstruct you <laughs> than giving the constructive feedback so but look we're yeah. talking about we're talking about feedback that we actually care about mm -hmm. very important yeah. Um, it is also people who try to criticize. I personally, I'm not aware of anyone trying to criticize me. I never had an enemy in my life. I don't have a hold hate with anyone. I don't know that it has ever happened. Um, honestly, I. And we're not inviting them to do that right now. Well, no, exactly. <laughs> but you know, at the same time, what I always yeah. say, and I learned this from one of my best friends for like 350 years, uh, wow. who told me a long time ago. I was 24 years old in Prague, and she told me, Bogey. You cannot make people love you. God knows yeah. I tried. And it goes back to this and to personal preference. You will never make everybody happy. True. Some people will not like it because it's not their taste. Some people will not like it because it is their taste and it's not them who are doing it. Some people mm -hmm. will not like it because it's not the right time or the right moment. And some people will not like it because it's so darn good that they hate you for it. But you know what? Let them haters be haters, as someone says. You know, we're focusing on the constructive criticism. We're focusing on the positive things. We're focusing on humanizing the workplace. We're focusing yeah. on, you know, helping people rise by lifting others and so on. Those people, you know, we have a saying uh, um, which says the dogs are barking and the whole royal thing is passing by. Yeah. Or there's another yeah. one which sounds a little bit, mm, but it's still one of my favorites, which is wolves. Do not lose sleep over the opinion of sheep. Yeah, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. And I also want to add something on. So when you um, receive any criticism, um, try to create your wall of positive. Try to create your wall of positive feedback, the positive reactions that people gave you. And don't let that one person, don't let that one person hold you back. 
don't never never do that because again they are not standing in the arena they are not seeing what the you know the blood sweat and tears that you put into your work so don't let somebody criticize you or belittle you for doing the amazing job that you're already doing don't do that it's not worth it and definitely not worth it yeah very well said very well said yeah so what are the top five ingredients of creating an impact offline and online and is there a difference between the ingredients um yeah it, there is but you know if i would go into that i think we would need uh, 400 more minutes to even touch on the surface don't have the time no, exactly. <laughs> no we're busy people. we have homes to go to although we are at home um i have a plan to feed um yeah. <laughs> you know it five ingredients i think the number one especially for online is always show up naked um <laughs> that always works no i'm joking Th you know there's a lot of different ingredients but i think yeah. offline and online because i'm going to try to cover on both mm -hmm. the first thing that i think of is offer more value than you are paid for mm -hmm. always offer more value than people expect that would be the second one so offer more value than people pay you for um, and please don't say I help because you don't help. You just charge. Yeah. I help is a different story, by the way. Um, I have, I'm, I'm allergic to that thing. So offer more value than people are paying. Offer more value than people are expecting. So always mm -hmm. um, um, go over what people expect from you. Show kindness. And not only show kindness, but give kindness. Yeah. When you learn, make sure that you teach others or that you share the knowledge or pay it forward. And it always goes back to Maya Angelou, one of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite poets. When you learn, teach. When you yeah. get, give. Yeah. And, you know, of course, there's a lot of other ingredients, but, you know, being honest and being supportive and truly giving content for the sake of giving content, not for the sake of promoting something, and I'm not going to go into stuff that I do during the webinar because people always have to join that. So let's not give the secret away. But, you know, if you do give content, make sure you make it relevant, high quality and uh, uh, relevant to your target audience. I see a lot of yeah. people putting a camera, they record themselves and they mumble for two years, for two minutes. On <laughs> two years. Yeah. And they say, hey, I have another video. And I'm like, I don't even watch it because, yeah. sorry, but this is not TikTok. If yeah. I want useless people showing useless things i'm gonna go to TikTok, to instagram there's so much uh so many other things i'm not gonna watch your video on linkedin sorry about that a little bit criticizing but it is what it is you know i'm not inventing relevant content i did not invent it i just apply it yeah and and to add on to what you're saying because i really love the, the examples and i'm going to give some of the tech tips regarding this so um don't use Wi-Fi, use a cable. The reason why is the Wi-Fi sometimes can have hiccups oh. and the cable can be connected. So in the beginning, um, I am a nerd and I really have a top-notch setup at home. I do. But I thought in the beginning that me putting wi-fi connectors everywhere would help me until one time the connection was really bad and i told my partner like okay this is the last time that i'm going to do wi-fi and i know that i'm you know we have two stories so we had to do the cable up two stories because i want to give quality i want to have that connection and the moment that i disconnect with the people i lose my audience i lose you lose your people the second thing that I also want to emphasize is invest in a good camera, especially now that you are online. It doesn't have to be the most expensive, but do know that the quality is important. You never know where you can you might use your video. It may might end up in a show reel. It might end up, you know, with your uh, prospect or a lead, or it might end up on LinkedIn. Invest in a camera and invest in a mic. microphone <laughs> invest in a mic oh what oh what am i doing i'm holding my own show well <laughs> my phone was on my keyboard 
<laughs> so invest in a mic. You don't see this mic on camera, but I have a mic here and um, it's my favorite mic anyway. So invest in tools, invest in the proper tools to go live and uh, have a, a headphone or have a, you know, earplugs in if you want to and uh, just show up, just show up. It's, it's very good that you mentioned those things, Vivian, mm -hmm. because, you know, it goes back to what you said earlier about the reason you're doing this. You're not doing this for yourself. You're no. doing this. You're, you're just the medium. You are just the catalyst. You are the connector. But the moment people really do that, not for themselves, but for everybody else, of course, it's exactly what you do. If you're yeah. doing it for your audience, then, of course, you think of your audience. How can you deliver the best quality for your audience and that means the best video quality the best audio quality the best engagement and of course you're adding these elements so you see probably you're not even connecting the two but it goes back to showcase the reason you are doing this definitely your audience if you are truly doing it for them it yeah definitely definitely so um we're now going to something that feels a little bit yucky but we have to share it what are the top five mistakes people are doing online? I know that you recently shared something and definitely for those of you who don't know Bogdan Manta, connect with him, follow him. He's sharing tips, you know, how to improve your presence, how to boost your presence. Know that this is, this is just a small drop of what he's sharing, just a small drop during this interview. So connect with him, follow him and definitely look out for his workshops because I attended one of his workshops and I was just like, wow. I was just like, wow. And I'm still wow. <laughs> so share. Like um, <laughs> Sorry, I, wa I wasn't meaning to make you blush. <laughs> you know, it's, to be very honest, when we started, we started to the webinar because we wanted to donate money for the Red Cross, yeah. the webinar on how to deliver powerful online presentations. I never expected that it will become so viral. We are already at the 17th edition in 10 weeks and yeah. it's still fully booked. And I'm not gonna give more information about that or also what happens with the money because it's part of the whole show. Um, yeah. But it's just super humbling to, and we had a lot of people saying, oh my God, you really found your niche. Uh, you are the only one who can create such an experiment and so on. I hope there's more of us. Um, I hope everyone does it. It wasn't an experiment. Else. I mean, I didn't feel like that I was part of being a lab rat, right? I wasn't. No, of course not. Um, and we never say that. But the first couple of editions, they were truly mm -hmm. an experiment. We were testing. Yeah. We were going yeah, along. True. But again, you know, Vivian, this is, you know, the experience with show production that we have the capacity of running things that they look flawless uh, yeah. when actually we're still testing them. Um, yeah. Because again, you know, what we know is what we know. The audience doesn't know it. You don't and have to so tell anybody. Going to the top five mistakes. Mistake <laughs> number one. Do yeah. not tell people when you made a mistake online because mm. nobody knows. You are the only one who tells them, oh, I pressed on this wrong. It's like, they don't know. Why would you tell them? Like, oh, I shouldn't press, I, sh I shouldn't change the screen like that. I mean, don't tell people because yeah. they don't know. Number one. Number two, if something does happen, instead of blaming the technology, just say you did it on purpose. You see, this is why I disconnected and I was offline for two minutes. It's not because my internet collapsed. It's not because the technology had a problem. It's yeah. because I wanted to increase your adrenaline and your cortisol and to increase your attention span and to make you experience how it feels if you don't have a backup internet connection. And people will be like, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, Do not sure. tell people, cue people. So that's the second one. The third one, people are still wearing too many clothes. They should be naked. My God, I hope nobody takes me seriously with these things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some complaints after this. <laughs> People, it's like, did you see I'm, I'm, I'm having a plant next to me? Clearly, <laughs> so many normal people. I don't want to be one of them. Yeah. I have so many split personalities. You should meet the twins. They're amazing. Um, <laughs> the third mistake is, oh, there's another one that I'm seeing lately a lot. People mm -hmm. who are on a Zoom, they're like here, yeah? and they're participants and they're looking to the screen and I'll, I'm going to show you and they pretend that they're watching look at look at me look yeah. at the, the thing on my face you see because I'm going from black white black white and I'm like who are you fooling do you think I don't see that you're actually checking something else on the screen hello and I see this happening so much and then sometimes what I do 
when I see that thing changing, I know also I see the eye movement, right? Yeah. I'm facilitating online. Yeah. I, I see every small yeah, So you can see me moving around, right? But I have well, a valid everything. reason. I mean, I... you know, the same thing as, as, as the TV anchors. Yeah. The TV anchors are here, so when they read from the teleprompter, you don't see it. If I come into the camera and I start reading, you will see it. I need to have a comfortable distance yeah. for you not to see that I'm reading. But they're, they're here, they do this, and then they do this. Look at this, look. Black, <laughs> white, black, white, dark. And I'm like, do you really think I don't know what you're doing? Yeah. And what I do to have fun with them, I ask them questions exactly when I see their eyes going around. I ask them a question. And they're like, uh, 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 uh. I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. Thank you. Um, and I would, I would, I mean, is it necessary to do that while you are presenting? Is it necessary? Off, switch off the camera, for example. If you're yeah. not presenting, if you're one of the participants, it's mm -hmm. not disrespectful to switch off the camera. Switch off the camera and do other things if you do only want to listen. Switch okay. off the camera. It is much more disrespectful to the host and to the other people to have your eyes wandering all over the place as a participant than just switching off your camera. This is yeah. another important tip. And a fifth tip that I see, and you know, I keep on emphasizing on that, not understanding the importance of the voice. Online, our voice is so much more important than mm -hmm. online because, yeah. you know, your body language is no longer there. You only have one third of you and now people are listening to you. You cue people, you establish rapport, you develop emotions, you develop neurotransmitters in your participants' uh, minds. Everything or a lot happens with your voice. Also, because of that, you need to whisper. You need to pause. We forget to pause online. But if you don't pause, how can I whisper? How can I increase my voice? How can I lower my tone, Bolan? And, you know, we can do so many things. Mm -hmm. Emphasize on the impactful words. You yeah. need to emphasize on all of these. So it's one of the things that I see as well. And people click on changing the slides, and they change the slides, and then they speak like this the whole time. And then there's... The monotone. I'm like, you lost me after minute four. Yeah. yeah. So, who, yeah. do you, who do you think is an impactful speaker besides you when you look at uh, famous people? Can you name I maybe three? I don't think I'm an impactful speaker. Uh, a funny well, three. Well, I disagree. Well, yeah, but like I don't like to speak. I prefer to be behind the camera. I prefer to be the one recording. I prefer to be the one giving feedback. I don't like to be in the spotlight. I honestly do not. That's why I was in events and productions, so I can be behind the lights. Yeah, this is, this is new for me. This is yeah. new for me. But no, very honestly, I don't like yeah. it. The reason I'm doing it is because just like you're doing this show, mm -hmm. I accepted the fact that my presence and what I'm talking about can be a catalyst for change for others. Yeah, it is. The calling card to a movement. And I accept yeah. to be the calling card to a movement by doing something which I don't necessarily feel uncomfortable. I don't feel comfortable with for as long as other people are inspired. They want mm -hmm. to develop their uh, uh, persona, personality, and skills. I accept that, and I will do it uh, gladly. And to go back to what you're asking about three speakers, there's mm -hmm. a lot of them, and I associate them very much with their personality. Um, there is one who is my absolute favorite, and he's a motivational speaker, and that is Mr. Les Brown. Yes. Okay. And I, I get absolutely you. love him, and I met him live, and I, I get goosebumps just by by because of his history. If you don't know who he is, please go and listen to him. Watch yeah. him. What that man says, it is the voice and what he says, and the mm -hmm. way. He, and the reason I love him, Vivian, is because just like me, he focuses on the experience. Mm -hmm. of he focuses on the experience of con. He focuses on context, not yeah. on context. So Les Brown is one of them. Of course, there's a few others. I absolutely love both Obamas, both mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. Uh, Michelle in her presence and Barack, because what he does with blinking, the way he blinks and the way he pauses, people don't know that, but those pauses and the way he blinks are on purpose. It's, I didn't even realize that blinking part. The pauses I knew, but the blinking? Obama never blinks in the camera. He will always blink when he looks right or when he looks left. And he's blinking two times, three times, and the way he pauses. Everything they yeah. do, although natural, yeah. is extremely well studied. Both of them, I absolutely, not only do I respect them, mm -hmm. um, I absolutely, and I, I, was, I was fortunate to, you know, to actually meet him live and to talk to him and to drink. Uh, uh, with him at the EU president uh, dinners during the EU presidency in 2008 in Czech Republic. Mm -hmm. I was in charge with a lot of these, you know, diplomatic events. 
and you know uh it's, he's just such a, a, an amazing personality he's just such human beings are just amazing and i'm talking yeah. you know going be you know aside from the fact that that you know he used to be the president and so on that's not what i'm focusing on i focus mm -hmm. purely on the way they speak the capacity yeah. to influence um and motivate and you know in empower. a good way though in a good way yeah, yeah of course you can yeah. also have ones who are doing it in a bad way like tim robin what's his name tony robbins tony robbins which i publicly and officially call the darth vader of public speaking wow because what okay. good we're gonna you're gonna, gonna make good. a lot of people angry not me not me because I, I angry. it is my opinion and agree. I agree opinion G gentleman is an amazing yeah. impactful speaker but yeah. he went to the dark side what he does yeah. he uses you know what he does what he does is he creates problems that you never had mm -hmm. for which he's going to give you a solution which you're going to buy for the very yeah. problem that you didn't have in the first place he is yeah. manipulative he is manipulating everything he starts he's taking people's misery to make money with Feel free to like him. I like Tony Robbins at the beginning. He turned, look at Sinek. He's still the amazing person. He kept mm -hmm. his authenticity. Tony Robbins hasn't. So maybe and I make do you Do you know any people in the Netherlands? <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> I'm trying to think at one that really pops up and I'll be very honest. There isn't one right now that pops up. Um, actually there is. Queen Maxima. Mm, yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. She is brilliant, brilliant yeah. personality, the way she talks and, you know, pauses and, and voice inflection. Brilliant. I saw her speaking in English. I saw her speaking. Yeah. Chapeau. I agree. I agree. So before we head into the plants, there are a few people watching, so I definitely want to acknowledge them. So uh, Moses Apia is uh, joining this conversation and he's saying, interesting conversation. So thank you, Moses, for sharing that. And Sharon, yes, 50 episodes. Yes, almost, almost. Thank you. And Samantha Gooding is also uh, watching. Thank you, Samantha. And I'm going to talk to Samantha upcoming uh, Thursday. And Andrea Yora Borosu is, is watching and saying, very relevant topic, Vivian and Bogdan. So thank you for sharing the love and definitely going to include you. Yeah. I also have another conversation with Tammy. So Tammy is sharing, we see you, Vivian, and you're doing a great job of being vulnerable, brave, and sharing your expertise. Yes. Okay, now I am blushing. Can you see, Amen Can you see the redness? Amen <laughs> to that. And everyone who knows Tammy, everyone knows Tammy, don't lie. No, no, no. She is also an amazing woman. So please oh, look out for Tammy I'm, as well. I'm publicly in love with Tammy Parrish. There you go. I said it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Da -da 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 -da. Now is the time. So, Bogdan. Yes. I recently shared a video mm -hmm. that I was fed up with a certain plant. Can you maybe share some of the highlights of why and what, what happened? What happened? Because I don't get mad that easily, but that day I was like, okay, I'm done. I, I have no idea what you're... What, what? <laughs> the plants! Yeah, what what, is, is this one of your moments? Um, no, this is not my moment. Come on, Bogdan, help me out. <laughs> Are you talking... Be careful if you, if you speak badly to it. Okay. Uh, I, it's a her. The this one is a her. The other one is a him. This one is a her. Look, let's explain it like this. Um, yeah. People who know me, they know that I'm extremely anal when it comes to attention to detail. Because I believe that when you do something uh, which is show production-wise, mm -hmm. it needs to be as flawless as possible. So we had this wonderful plant which we wanted to appear in the frame. But as I did this, and trust me, I did this a lot before we went live. I wasn't really happy with the amount of leaves that you will, the, of leaves that you have. So we kept on like doing this with the plant around you, and uh, it upset you a little bit. A little. Vibrating. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, like I can do this. I can talk to you, and I can do this forever. And she likes it. Like, look at her. Look how she's growing. You know, 
all the love and the appreciation. She's a superstar right now. Show me definitely. one thing on LinkedIn that is so famous. She loves De it. Definitely. The plant is definitely a superstar. So the plant the will plant. be needing a manager. Uh, but um, yeah. And then I, I think the highlight was at the end yeah. when I actually told you at the end after we recorded and we did everything for so many hours and I sent you a, a teasing WhatsApp where I said, oh, Vivian, you know what? We might actually not even have the plant in I was fed up. I was just like, okay, now he's going to get it. Now he's going to get it. I was just like, wow, after so many hours. So I do have one thing to share because I recently um, did a special project with Bogdan mm -hmm. and with Leanne. And um, it's going to launch in a few months. But just to give you a teaser, it has to do with amplifying your voice. And your voice can be amplified via very very various ways or various ways right so you can amplify your voice by using live stream you can amplify your voice by using podcast but you can also amplify your voice by using your linkedin profile i'm not going to share which one of them we are going to do but i do have to share that this special project uh, will be launched very soon and tammy tammy parish is also part of the club and i I've really gotten to know and to like more about that, but also like the way he interacts and the way he does his thing and really know next time I will bring my own plant, right? You see my leaves, right? And the flower. I'll bring a tropical plant. <laughs> well, I mean, but we know, had yeah. so much fun, which was for me, this was very important to have that much fun yeah. because uh, this lockdown has been challenging from time to time and having having that laugh that day really lifted up my spirit even looking back towards that that video or towards the the, the videos that i uh, that we all created right was uh something that i keep hold dear to me because these are those little precious moments yeah. that really yeah. can you know make a positive meaning in in not only in my life but also in your life so I thank you for seeing me as a speaker, as seeing my value, but also seeing what I can do to help others and to amplify my voice. So thank you. Well, it goes both ways. And, you know, on behalf of Leanne and myself, you know, mm -hmm. thank you, you know, also for being patient with us. And thank you for being <laughs> yes, with very patient <laughs> with the scooters that were like, it was a lockdown <laughs> in the Netherlands for like three months. Yeah. And we started filming and suddenly yeah. all the scooters are going through the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. There's the guys cleaning the thing with those blow, with the lift blowers. Yeah. And we were like, ah. Yeah. That was absolutely phenomenal. That's another thing yeah. that I'm going to uh, we're going to remember. And again, keep in mind, Vivian, you yeah. only add the first chapter because there's a few more following. But of course, we're not going to go more than that. But you know what I wanted to say because we brought Tammy in the conversation, and there's mm -hmm. a lot of other uh, experts who are you know waiting, uh, and we're filming, and we're filming, and we're adding. There's a yeah. lot of experts. We're not going to say more than that. What is going to happen? Of course, we keep it a surprise. Yeah. But you should see Tammy because Tammy had all the books uh, in the back. And we start yeah, we would change the books. And the cool thing on purpose between the episodes, we change the books. So people yeah. who have OCD, they will do this all the time because the books have been shifted and randomly changed. So people will lose it. Listen, it's fun. We love to do these things. We love yeah. to put little clues right and left. I mean, yeah, you know what? We're having fun. Why not? I mean, it reminds me of the video you shared today about, you know, what is the right setting, having a light behind you or having a mirror behind you. I was distracted, by the way, by the mirror. Good. And um, you shared something about the one one uh, mistake that is you shared that your plans were dead. And I was just like, okay, but if you didn't share that your plans were dead or if I couldn't see that your plans were dead, there was nothing wrong with the image. There was nothing wrong with the image until you shared that the plants were dead. I was just like, what? And we go back into context because mm -hmm. you will notice it subconsciously. You will register yeah. the information and subconsciously yeah. you will think there's something is shady about me. There's something putrid. Well, there's there something is. About <laughs> just because you, saw those, you see those dying plants yeah. and I need to bring them into attention. People look, they're like, oh, wow. And then, you know, they experience a cognitive dissonance because they judge me and then they realize they judge me based on that. But that's what we want to, uh, to, uh, to showcase biases. We're all yeah. biased. Going back to sure. humanizing the workplace, yeah. biases, biases, biases. Everything yeah. that happens or a lot of things that happen is because we are so biased. 
uh, you know, towards gender and race and, you know, sexual orientation, uh, religion, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, we need to understand that we all have biases. There's around 104 uh, human biases or unconscious biases. Most yeah. of them we're not, we're not aware of. We always have them and we're always biased. But the more, the more we speak about them, the more we come up with examples, the more we bring context to the conversation, mm -hmm. those biases will change. And, you know, we will look towards the future into being less biased, more, uh, um, you know... Um, more open-minded. Open. I mean, my and son more, just shared... Um, just shared on the LinkedIn. To another. Mm -hmm. My son even recently shared in the Dutch conversation about having a growth mindset. So I would say adopt that, have a growth mindset and release some of these bias because it's can block you. It can even block you in doing your offline or online presence. So release them. I also want to share something. Um, people are been joining in. So Melissa Rosaria is sharing. Hi, Vivian. Hi, Bogdan. Very interesting talk. And Flores L. I don't know who Flores L is, but I'm definitely going to do a shout out to Flores L. Is sharing. Love this talk. And Melissa is sharing. Bogdan, do you have a tip for job seekers who are interviewing through videos? That's an excellent tip. Yeah. Ah. Excellent question. Very interesting because there's something coming. There's something coming and we cannot mm -hmm. say yet what is coming, but that is exactly what is coming. <laughs> there's so many tips. Um, I, I think, again, we're talking about context, content, mm -hmm. how you listen, how you actively listen. I would add a few important ones. Number one would be when people are asking you questions, make sure that you are sitting and you're really looking into the camera, meaning that you're, you're actively listening to the question, uh, but also as you answer make sure mm -hmm. you're looking to the camera and you have yeah. eye contact we're going back into you know don't be you know tired enough hours <laughs> also don't stay down and look up because it means that you're looking up at you're looking from down up at them yeah. uh, you need to have an equal uh, posture of course yeah. once we go into content there's so much make sure the light is good make yeah. sure about your uh, you know your microphone and the camera and so on be on time there's a lot and again we're gonna we're actually doing something uh, very special on that and you know mm -hmm. Leanne will come with experience from executive search and Tammy will come with experience yeah. from you know uh, um, um, personal style and you know visual identity um, we're very passionate about this the reason for that is things are changing right now uh, yes, people, are definitely. Jobs, uh, people are being laid off you know, I'm not gonna, you know, bring companies. There's a lot of already friends and people around me who are having it already. And mm -hmm. going further into finding your new job, you need to have a different set of skills. You need to have a different CV. That's what Leanne is covering in her webinar. Mm -hmm. um, you need to uh, bring situations and to show tasks and how, how you manage results. Um, you need to actually actively listen during an interview. You need to give mm -hmm. us the information that we want and need, not the information that you think that we would uh, need to hear uh, relevance we need to see you shining because a lot of the interviews especially the first and second probably will happen online and you know also there's people who are being hired right now they haven't met their colleagues uh, uh, offline yeah, yet true. they're still meeting their colleagues uh, online so you need to make sure that the way they perceive you online when they will meet you offline you are the same personality definitely Very important because if you showcase a different persona online and then you go to the office and you meet them offline they'll be like who is this stranger? So there's a lot of things, but uh, I, I hope I could give a few uh, a few tips. And again, it is much more. Uh, you know, you're saying awesome, and I'm showing my own. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to. I do have to add something on, and that is uh, practice. Practice with somebody, a relative or a friend, before you do the initial interview, so that they can give you feedback of what you're doing, and at least you know what you need to be aware of before you Correct. do the initial interview. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. Plan, produce, perform. Plan, produce, perform. Produce, mm -hmm. perform is not enough. You need to plan. Because yeah. if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Definitely. I see Mary Jane also. Mary Jane, my, my co-host for the Go to Try. So Mary Jane is sharing, just as long as they aren't forcing employees to work from home, but give them the choice as soon as it's possible, complying with all the policies as being required. Yes, that's very interesting. Thank you for sharing, Mary Jane. <laughs>
that was a cool session, but we are almost at the end. I do have a few comments though. So, um, Sesan, Sesan Tesfai is sharing congrats. So thank you, Sesan, for sharing that. And the last question, what's your wish? I know it's over five years, but what is your wish for 2025 when it comes to humanizing the workplace and people unlocking their presence? I think it's very easy and it's not my wish, it's my belief and mm -hmm. I will that's the reason I am doing together with everyone involved, you know, we are working hard on, on it. We want to help people be kind to one another, kinder Definitely. to one another, because the moment there's more kindness, the moment there's more perspective, the moment there's more context, the moment there's more understanding, then we have a higher chance of humanizing mm -hmm. the workplace, of collaborating better. You know, multi multifunctional, multicultural, multifaceted across teams, cultures, industries, and so on. Communication is truly what matters, and it's communication that will help us humanize the workplace. Mm -hmm. And by communication, very important, and I actually I'm very happy that you asked that, Vivian. By communication, I don't necessarily mean language. I don't necessarily mean talking. Because, and I'm going to end with this quote, which is again also one of my favorite quotes, sometimes language is actually creating even more of a mess. And I'm going back to one of my probably, well, it is my most favorite book in the world. It's The Little Prince by mm. Antoine Exupéry. And yeah. from there, it's chapter 21, I'm already getting goosebumps, where the yeah. little prince meets the fox and they have the conversation. Um, they talk about bonding, establishing. Uh, um, um, establishing ties and so on. And as the little prince leaves, um, or as he wants to be tamed, the fox says to him, how to tame him? And she says, at the beginning, you will sit next to me and you will say nothing. Mm. Words are the source of misunderstanding. Yeah. But then every day you will sit closer and closer and you will observe and you will establish rapport and so on. So by communication, I'm not referring to and only to language or the way we talk to it, to each other. Communication means so much more. And for as long as we're only going to focus on language, then cultural differences will show up, functional differences will show up, and then confusion will show up. And if there's confusion, let's not forget. Let's add context. Let's look at the cup because the context will save the situation. <laughs> Okay, people are going to harass you about where can they get that cup and buy that for their colleague, right? <laughs> I might give it as a as a um, um, as a prize for something that we're planning very soon. I'll think about it. <laughs> By the way, this is the this is like the the most normal one. I have some of them which are quite uh, quite interesting as well. I, I just okay, curious, curious. I always need to touch things. I yeah. learned tactile. That's why you know my best friend is here. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun doing this interview. I knew that it was going to be fun, but I mean, my cheekbones are hurting. That's, yes, that, that's how much I was <laughs> laughing during this interview. But I really want to say thank you for sharing amazing tips about people who can unlock their presence, not only offline but also online, especially now. And um, definitely for those of you who are watching or watching the replay, reach out to Bogdan or reach out to me if you have any questions regarding this uh, this episode. I didn't see it as an interview because we were having just an honest conversation about how to boost your online presence, how to boost your offline presence. And I just only want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for having me. Thank you so yes. much. Okay. Very humble. Just stay on for a while. I'm just going to close off for now and then going to go back to you. So I'm going to make you disappear. <laughs> okay. Upcoming Thursday, I have a Dutch episode, which is including, okay, do you remember this song? Back to life, back to reality. For those of you who remember that, yes, I am that old. I'm turning 40 this year. And this is one of my favorite songs. 
I hope that we, once we can really go out of this lockdown and go back to reality. But before we can do that, I'm going to share an episode with Sharice Rose, with Samantha Gooding, and we are going to talk in Dutch about returning back to the office, reboarding. So this will be, a, will be an interesting conversation. Definitely look into that. And um, there is more to share soon, but I'm not going to share that now. I'm going to share it in the upcoming episode. But no, it has something to do with this topic and it has something to do with me going live and it has something to do with me being on television. Oops, I shared too much. Okay, I'm not going to share anymore. Upcoming Thursday and otherwise I'll share in a in a future post what I'm going to do. So I would like to say Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. And if you have any questions regarding this interview or regarding this episode, just let me know. Tag me, tag Bogdan, so that we can answer your questions or the things that you look up to. My name is Vivian Aqua, the Workplace Wellness Advocate, and I had so much fun today. So thank you for watching. Bye.